Hey, welcome back to Pigeon Hockey. This is Chris and today's co-host Sebastian. Hello, hello. And you know us, we're just a goalie and a goon that have taken one too many pucks of his head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So uh, how goes it, Sebastian? Uh, pretty good. Um, you know, just kind of recovering from a, a pretty busy weekend. I was lucky enough to, to be a volunteer coach at a, a Team Ontario slash Team Canada. I guess they call it gold. I forget the, the exact wording of it. Basically, it's a U15 camp for... I know kids trying to make Team Ontario, and it, it kind of goes up then to the U17 camp for Team Canada, and then obviously the U18, the, the you know the under you know the World Juniors basically. So it's kind of like that pathway going through there. Uh, it was super fun. Met a ton of you know great coaches from you know collegiate coaches to you know junior A coaches to guys who have coached different either like a skills coach or whatever in the NHL. So um, it was a ton of fun, ton of learning for the kids, ton of learning for me. My brain today is just mush. But it was fun um, going right back at it this weekend with U14. So, yeah, tons of hockey going on. So it, it's been a ton of fun. And, and on, add on, on to that, um, we had a player get drafted. He, he played for the U18 program at Crown Place, but he played for us a handful of games during the year. And basically was with us the entire you know playoff run and, and Thomas Dickey. And, and he went way later than we thought in the OHL draft. He went 283 to the Hamilton Bulldogs. But Hamilton just got an absolute steal of a player. Um, so quick shout out to, you know, Thomas Dickey. I know, you know, I coached his brother Connor all year and, you know, they're a great family, great kids. So couldn't be happier for him. And it just kind of added to my excitement for the weekend. So um, let's just say this Monday has been very long. <laughs> How you doing? Not as exciting as your time has been. I've just been enjoying the Copenhagen weather. Kind of uh, I decided to, to leave the one part time role I was working in and, and just go to like an emergency like on call position for them because i just don't like the way things work there and i'm kind of switching uh as people heard on the last episode you were kind of joking about my wine but i'm, I'm kind of going up in the process of the master of wines education and so i have that coming up in may and yeah just kind of going through all that stuff and then also kind of maybe exploring potential like scouting opportunities because i think in a in a few years i'd like to be a little bit more like I've always been interested in, in scouting and, and loving like just if I could get paid to just on you know just watch hockey and I know it isn't just watching hockey you have to be very analytical with it and but I'm I'm that way with goaltending anyways and I'd love to just personally scout goalies I I, I think I know the position quite well and I know what I'm looking for in goalies and you know any hey anybody listening here that uh, has a team that needs a European scout I'm in Copenhagen Denmark you know hit me up. Uh, but yeah, just kind of building up my, my scouting resume would be something I'd like to do here. I love hockey. I love scouting. I love the concept of scouting and, uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be great to make it actually something I could do like full time because I'm just that stupidly in love with hockey as we both are. I think that'd be, you know, just quick plug for everyone listening. I think Chris would be great. You know, scout. Um, when we talk about hockey, he's always watching hockey, and uh, I mean, like you said, right? You're, I mean, you're a train ride away from all the hot spots and in, in kind of Europe as well. So yeah, um, I go to know, Ma- I like, go to Sweden. Yeah, I go to Sweden for lunch. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no big deal. No big Just deal. Take my private jet, aka the train, over to Sweden. I have lunch. Come back. Yeah, literally. It's well, at least if you're ever hungry for meatballs, I mean, you're good to go. That that is that is true. 
that's kind of you know something that you know you you've talked about quite a bit when we're on the podcast and uh it's definitely something if there are listeners or you know coaches who have been on and whatnot uh, definitely reach out to chris i mean i can definitely vouch for him that when we talk about players uh he sees a lot of good and you know sometimes the unfortunate bad qualities in a player just stupidly in love with the position and stupidly in love with my game but you sebastian I uh, have some pretty big news. If people haven't been monitoring Twitter, uh, why don't you tell people what the what your big news is? Yeah, so you know, I'm fortunate enough to be in in a basically what they call a club system, I guess, if you want to make it the easiest way to say, in Crown Place, where we have our U18 AAA kids, we have our Junior B team, we have our Junior A team. Um, junior B is where I coach this year. We had a phenomenal year. Um, and I say phenomenal, yeah, we lost in the semifinals, but the growth from our players and kind of just everything they got to learn and, and, and just kind of how they advanced their games both on and off the ice. Um, you know, just the development factors through the roof. So um, Sting's losing in the quarterfinals, you know, being one step away from the finals and, and trying to win the whole thing. But, you know, now we're a few weeks removed, um, had some time to look at it and look at the, the positives and they definitely outweigh the negatives. And uh, it's been fun. The coaching staff has been, has been so much fun to be a part of. Um, our group chat is always hilarious We'll just just chirping each other and keeping it late and just the the thinking you know kind of putting you know um, myself the head coach James Frazier and our uh, assistant coach Brett Dupois as well just kind of putting our minds together and kind of just trying to figure out how to get over the humps and those little bumps that go through the season and it was a ton of fun it was a ton of learning you know I'm super grateful for that opportunity but as of this week I'm uh, going to be accepting the position for the U18 AAA head coach. So again, just uh, obviously it's a U18 team stepping away from junior, but at the same time, it's just preparing players for junior, whether that be major junior if they get drafted to the, you know, the CHL or the OHL or, you know, moving on to play junior B and junior A. So uh, for me, the way I looked at it, it was, you know, for me, the biggest thing is building those relationships and, and getting, you know, young players to believe in themselves and realize the skills they have and help them grow those skills to the next level. And I, I think that for me, being able to do that at the U18 level um, was something I was so happy to do. And uh, I'm extremely fortunate that our owner, Brent Sullivan, uh, trusts me in this and, and kind of sees that uh, I see the game the same way he does as well as, you know, building a good culture within the room and bring that onto the ice. And, you know, I'm super happy and, and I'm, I'm excited to get the journey started. No, we're really, really happy for you here. When uh, we jumped on the podcast to, to record, uh, you officially let me know the news. And I know we've been, uh, you know, discussing what might what might happen at the end of the season, but no, dude, that's really really awesome, dude. To actually get into a head coaching role, it's not easy to do. People gotta understand that it takes a lot of work, it takes a lot of training, it takes a lot of experience before any team out there is gonna let you just jump into a head coaching job. So yeah, huge congrats, Sebastian, because that's a that's a huge leap. Yeah, and I appreciate it. I mean, I, I for people who, you know, we talk junior hockey talk, I'm going to be talking about some special players, let me tell you, because this league is, is chalk for them. I mean, don't get, I think it was 29 or 32 players from basically this area got drafted into the OHL draft this past weekend. So not every player is going to get drafted. And for those who get drafted, it's not the end of your journey. I mean, you got college, you got guys who get drafted their second year, you know, you got guys who have been told no their entire life and then go play pro somewhere. So, Jordan. Um, Exactly. So like for me, it's like I'm excited to to kind of be part of that and kind of help push, you know, the future players into the kind of junior positions. And so coaches out here say, you know, as a team, we did this or we did this or, you know, during this player's development, we did this. At the end of the day, it's the player. Um, As a coach, we're there to 
help them reach that potential, but it's their hard work. And that's exactly how I'm going into this position is I'm there to be a help. I'm not there to be like, oh, so-and-so who's now in the NHL. Well, I taught him. Absolutely not. If I taught a player anything, it's to be confident in themselves, and that's who I am as a coach. It's just not me to pump your tires, but I'm going to show you where you excel, and obviously I'm going to show you where you need to work on things, but I'm also going to offer you a way to work on those things. So I'm super excited. It's honestly it's such a big honor. Crown Place went through a, a new ownership this year, and their junior A team went through kind of a, a reshaping and kind of start rebuilding a new culture. And, and junior B, we kind of jumped, we got a bit of a jump on that. We had some younger guys, you know, more open minds or whatever it is. And, and they made that jump. Are you 18 team this year snuck into the playoffs, winning three single game eliminations uh, before, you know, getting, end up getting, I believe it was swept by the eventual actual champions. That being said, tons of great players in the area. And I'm really looking forward to hopefully, building on that and you know getting better each year and uh yeah like i said i'm, I'm super honored and, and i'm excited and uh a lot of work ahead of me but uh couldn't be happier to do it no dude that's that's a really big deal and i know that uh you're probably going to be a little bit busier moving into uh next season which is why i, I had no problem reaching out to stefan uh, <laughs> and jumping on because i think uh i think you're going to be as a head coach, it's going to be um, a lot of additional work. It's going to be a lot of additional responsibilities. Um, I know it's all stuff you can't wait to do, and you're very excited for, and we're very happy for you. I feel like it's it's going to be we won't have, probably have you on as often based off your head coaching schedule. But uh, I mean, we've got such a cool staff uh, on the Pigeon Hockey Podcast. If, if people didn't hear the last episode, episode 200, you have Sebastian, you have Ben, uh, you have Michelle and Stefan. And, you know, maybe one day Steve will return. But right now there's four co-hosts on here. Every single person has a very busy work life, very busy schedule. And, you know, it's, it's somebody always takes the time to, to make it on a recording for a podcast. And that's a that's very important for me as a host to, to make sure that I have a have a team that doesn't feel like it's a burden uh, to be on a podcast and, and it's it's something they're excited to do and I think all four of you are always excited to be on a podcast if the timings work out and of course I just have to be across the pond in Copenhagen um, which makes it kind of difficult for for all of us recording because you all have to record in the morning or really early afternoon as uh, I'm six hours ahead of Eastern Standard Time here in, in Denmark but we've made it work. We've made it work, and uh, it's always nice to be to hear someone go back like, "Hey, I can I can cover this podcast episode. Uh, what are we doing it? When are we doing it?" So so that's always great to hear. Um, and as you move into next season in your head coaching role, we'll be monitoring your team. We'll be talking about your team. Uh, I imagine it is all on hockey TV still. Yes, absolutely. Um, it, it's so basically, it's what the, what the league is is it's supposed to be kind of a feeder. Um, to help grow players to be ready for junior grade jump. Um, a lot of them will jump into the OHL. Um, a lot of them will jump into junior B. But, yeah, it's all on hockey TV. Um, actually, the good thing is, is is with these leagues is uh, the schedules are done to kind of not alleviate pressure on kind of scheduling. But, for example, like we'll still have our, our three practices a week. We're still ready to go. We're still you know, battling, doing film, doing workouts. Uh, but our games are actually, uh, and, and don't quote me, I, I'm still kind of getting some of the information. As I said, kind of, you know, tonight as we record this will be the night where kind of it all becomes official. Um, but last year, I think it was like Mondays and like some Sundays and here and there, like a Friday. Like it was very much like the schedule wasn't like a junior schedule where 
you know, you're 45 minutes away from your home barn on a Wednesday night at 8, 8, 8 p.m. And then you're back in a different barn for Thursday and then a home game on Sunday. It's very much like a two game, you know, uh, a weekend schedule. And yes, they have like this, these like these tournaments for scouts where it's basically like you have an entire weekend of hockey. But the schedule, how it's worked out is actually really good for the kids. It gives them lots of time to kind of rest and kind of work on the stuff off the ice and you know, mental skills and all that kind of stuff. So absolutely everything can be caught on hockey TV. Unfortunately, there are no announcers. Um um, as of yet uh, but that being said it's still wonderful hockey I mean uh, I, like I said there was 30, say 30 kids out of this area that got drafted to the OHL this year so you're watching the future of hockey yeah no and it's going to be exciting to watch it's going to be exciting to see you at the helm of the U18 Carlton Place Canadians would it be just the U18 Carlton Place Canadians or is it like the U18 Carlton Place Junior Canadians or what's the official team name so, so the league is the, the U18 AAA, and it's just, it's just the U18 Carlton Place Canadians. I guess all you U18 players in that league, just be prepared to hear your name called at different points. <laughs> we'll be watching. But no, it's, it's it's super exciting. I know you've been working really hard at, at you know, uh, getting all your certifications this year. And on top of just like a full-time job, getting married. Dude, you've you've had a year, and, and to have this entire year that you've had where I don't I don't know when you sleep but you but you find time and then to get awarded with a head coaching job um that's just incredible man it's like it's really 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 cool um what's the sleeping you talk about oh yeah so that's the thing that usually happens uh when the sun goes down not in Denmark FYI when the sun goes if you try to sleep when the sun goes down in Denmark uh, in the winter you never wake up uh <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so it basically happens in, on a normal schedule uh, when the sun goes down and then you wake up when the sun goes up. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're probably glued to a computer uh, watching video or replying to work emails or tending to the dog that people may or may not hear on the podcast. I don't mind hearing the dog on the podcast. FYI, I miss my dog. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be really cool to see at the helm of the U18 Carlton Place Canadians next year. And uh, excited to see all the all the talent that we'll be able to watch next year and talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's obviously something as a coach, you always want to become a head coach. And for me, you know, kind of making that transition to, from football, you know, coaching high level football and getting into hockey three years ago now and kind of getting an opportunity like this. It, it's going to be fun. It's going to be pressure packed. It's going to be tons of chalk talk, tons of, you know, like you said, gluing myself to a computer and, and, you know, watching how other teams play and how we can combat that. But uh, it's going to be fun. And, uh, you know, um, I'll still be here and as my stress relief to uh, talk hockey. Yeah, because that's what we're here for. It's going to be exciting. And uh, again, as we talked in the beginning of the podcast, if there's any teams looking for scouts out there, honestly, that's one of the cool things about being here is uh, I've actually kind of communicated a little bit with the, the Danish community um, I guess the Danish hockey community. Weirdly enough, my wife and I uh, went out to lunch um, with one of uh, one of her coworkers like months and months ago when we first got here, and uh, talking to this guy across the table, and you know just chatting. You know, of course, me I had to bring up hockey because I'm a sick in the head person that needs to always talk about hockey. And he's like, "Oh, you like ice hockey? You really like ice hockey?" I'm like, "Yeah, I love ice hockey." He's like, oh, I have a, my buddy here. He's a, 
He's really involved in the Danish ice hockey community. He used to coach. And you, you talked about maybe wanting to scout. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of something I'd like to do down the road. He's like, oh, he has a lot of knowledge of the Danish hockey community. I can I can put you two into contact. And he did. And he shot me his email and me and him kind of went back and forth. So I can kind of, you know, because my thing is when you're going there and I could just blindly scout players. But it's, sometimes it's really good to get the information ahead of time of like, who should I be really looking out for? But again, personally for me, I'd like to more focus on goaltending. I can recognize talent and you can recognize hockey IQ. You can recognize players to make great decisions, bad decisions. But I figure why not stick to what I know. And at the end of the day, I'm a goalie. I know goaltending. I will sit there and watch the goalies. I love seeing where they're at in their game, where their headspace is at, how quickly they recover from maybe a goal. Good decisions, bad decisions, good tracking, bad tracking. Uh, reflexes, weaknesses, strengths, and if they recognize it, because that's a big thing too. If you if you know you have a, if the guy keeps getting beat high glove side, uh, maybe that's something that needs to be worked on in practice. Does the, does the team recognize that's where he's getting beat? Does he or she recognize where that's where they're getting beat? And then placement, like as a goalie, you have to position yourself very differently in a breakaway versus a three on one versus a two on zero oh versus you know a, a cycle. Uh, you have to know where the threats are. You, you honestly, how well do they read their own players? And and you know sometimes if if you know a team well enough and you know there's a player that defenseman that always sticks their stick in in the way to try to stop the puck instead of their body. Uh, if number 19's on the ice, do you know number 19's on the ice? Are you aware that they, that defenseman that's probably going to screw you over is on the ice? So. Reading that stuff and understanding that stuff, watching their emotional control uh, in game situations, uh, that's all stuff that I love seeing. Uh, I don't know why goalies – I understand the people get upset with the snowing of a goalie. I love it. Uh, I'm one of those goalies, and I'm not alone in the goalie community. When I got snowed, I'm supposed to be upset, but you're actually doing me a huge favor um, because I'm hot. <laughs> and uh, You get all that ice up in the face. You're like, it's better than using your water bottle. So – you know, snow the goalie. We appreciate it. Unless you're a goalie that doesn't like that. And if so, hit us up on Twitter as to why you don't like being snowed as a goalie. That's that's a free cooldown. So go for it. But yeah, any teams out there looking for a scout, I'm willing to do it for free over here. Um, You know, I'd, all I'd require is like the team gear and maybe like business cards. So I don't look like some random guy sitting there in an arena watching a game. It'd be nice to actually represent the team I'm scouting for in specific games and be able to hand business cards over. So if I really think the a player's talented, I can put them into contact. But, uh, but yeah, I think uh, that would be something I'd like to do moving forward. And like I said, Sweden is literally a lunch ride away. And um, I've got all of Scandinavia all here of like uh, this portion of Europe, um, bigger, more specified trips when you're talking about going down to maybe the Czech Republic or way down there, that's going to be a little bit rougher, but you know, the Netherlands, France, Germany, anywhere in Scandinavia, they're all pretty simple hits here. And uh, if I have to go to a hockey tournament one weekend, Oh no, that's the worst thing ever for my wife, but I love it. So (laughs) I will do that. And uh, she'll probably go and just enjoy herself in whatever city we go to while I sit there and watch hockey in my happy place. I'll grab my coffee I'll take notes and that's the best thing ever. But, you know, and that's listen, everyone out here, like if you want to be a head coach, put yourself in a position to become a head coach. If you want to be a scout, put yourself in a position to become a scout. If you want to be a physical trainer or an equipment manager or an actual hockey player, because you're actually talented enough to be a hockey player that, you know, people want, (laughs) you know, me and Sebastian weren't those guys. 
But uh, get out there, work hard, and put in the effort, and and you know make contacts. That's what the that's what this this world's all about. But um, yeah, I think that's a great place to wrap this one on Cinco de Mayo, and uh, everyone enjoyed the Cinco de Mayo. I know I will. We do want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. So be sure to follow us on Twitter, Patriots Official, to let us know what you think. And also be sure to comment and share any upcoming games or hockey news we should cover in a future podcast. This was the Pigeon Hockey Podcast with Christian Sebastian. Thanks for listening. And remember, always clear your crease.